When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Oh, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. This is when Jay just ordered all the Patron to the table. So this all come on with the sparklers. That's where you get the bill later. How much? Did, how many bottles did we? How, much how many bottles did what? you order? <laughs> Over there, drink hustling. All right. Yeah. Listen. Uh, <laughs> I get it, I get it, I get it. Here we go. This is what we're going to do now, guys. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about this. All right, Pops, tell us what we're going to yes. talk about. There are gather around young children. Let me, Uncle Max, tell you a story. Look, seven um, of the eight head coaches left in these playoffs are offensive-minded. We need to get into that. But right now, we are going to play – Failure or disappointment? If a team loses this weekend, how would you classify their season? Would you categorize it as a failure or merely a disappointment? Um, let's start with Jacksonville. Would you call – you know what? Yeah, Nuno, you come in here and do this. <laughs> <Are you done? laughs> All right. Yeah. So – Let's start with Jacksonville. If they lose on Saturday, are, is, has their season been a failure or a disappointment? How would we look at the actual loss? I would look at it as a disappointment uh, because the reason it's a disappointment is because they they got things turned around. They're in the playoffs. It's not a failure because they never were supposed to be here. So it's like a disappointment. Like, man, we thought we were going to advance to the AFC championship game. What a disappointment. I, I, I would say it's neither. I mean, it, this is. But it's not a neither. I, I'm making it neither, Key. You can't like, this change is, the rules of the game. Right, right, stay right, doing that, Jay. Take a side. Get off the bench, Jay. Rodgers, you're in Rodgers. Fine, Nuno. Fine. You know, it's a big mystery for Jacksonville. That's Aaron Rodgers for you. Look, it, it's a disappointment. It's not a failure. This team was at the bottom of the trenches last year with a head coach that was kicking the kicker. Okay, and now they're <laughs> now they're actually in the playoffs, and you found out that you have less questions about Trevor Lawrence and the culture of this team in one year. Disappointment. Of course, it dis- obviously not a failure. They're playing with house money already. They're ahead really of schedule. Either. No, it, it, it's a disappointment. It's, it's, it's two things. Of course, Jay, you're disappointed fine. if you lo- if you lose a playoff game. You're not going to be happy about it. You're going to be disappointed, but it wouldn't be a failure of a season. All right, what about their opponents, the Kansas City Chiefs? Failure or disappointment? I think it's a I think it's a disappointment. I think it would be a disappointment because there's so many good teams that's left in the AFC or even throughout the year. But when you got Buffalo and Cincinnati hovering around or whatnot, this is a disappointment. It is not a failure. If they were in the NFC conference, that probably would feel more like a failure than a disappointment. For the Chiefs? Yeah. For me, that's what I think. I mean I mean for the Chiefs, that's a failure. It, it, it's Every year, the Chiefs are playing to win chips, right? When you've hosted the AFC Championship for four years in a row, people are comparing you 
to Michael Jordan and the Bulls when the upside is to win championships. Anything below that is a failure, and that's okay. That's what the, that, You don't think every other team in the NFL wants to look at their season through the prism of either we win it all or it's a bust? Like, that's gravy for them. That's what it should be. It would be a failure. But I don't know if it's just that, Jay. It's because they're big favorites. You know, this is the thing that, the, that Tom Brady and the Patriots had going for them for so many years, although they were also in a weak division. But all you got to do is win one playoff game at home, and you're in the championship round, right? Well, that's the Chiefs now. you got to win a playoff game at home against an inferior team, and, and then you're in the championship round. So if you don't, it's a, it's a failure because you're big favorites to do it. Do you really think the Jags beat the Chiefs? That's not a failure for the Chiefs? You think no. that? That's a failure for the Chiefs. I think, it, yeah. I think it's a, I think it'll be a huge disappointment. I don't think it's a what? failure. Teams, what? No, I don't think so because Key. they've been there. They've been there so many times, so many times that it's just like chilling, and then all of a sudden you lose. It's very, I'm very disappointed that we would put ourselves in that position to lose. That's the way I look at it. Right. You can say failure; it's fine. Right. I'm not. You know, I, I, I got to hear when Key says this is actually I, I, a failure. Yeah, exactly. What I the difference will be between this and that. Okay, yes. let's keep going, Nuno. I mean, I know it won't happen, but if the Giants lose Saturday night, is it a failure or a disappointment? It's a disappointment, man. It's a much, they're much like Jacksonville. You didn't expect for them in an evaluation year to be in this position in the divisional round, going into Minnesota, taking care of business there, and now all of a sudden playing against a divisional opponent it, in in the uh, divisional round, you just didn't expect it. So it's, you know, they play on house money. It'd just be a disappointment. Disappointment. Easy. First-year head coach Brian Dable trying to change a lot of the culture. You had questions around Daniel Jones, whether he was going to be the future quarterback for the organization. You had questions around Saquon Barkley and his health. Can he sustain and endure throughout the course of a season? You found all your answers. This is gravy for the Giants. Of course it's gravy. I mean, this is – it's be disappointing, especially if Hertz isn't one hundred percent. You feel like it's winnable if Hertz isn't one hundred percent. But then again, uh, the Eagles are a very, very good team. And as Key said yesterday or two days ago, it's this is not even a rebuilding year for the Giants. It's an evaluation year. It's an evaluation an evaluation year. You win a playoff game. That's pretty good. Disappointment. What's what's gravy? Where did that come from? Yeah, that's a great question. Why do we say it? Because it's extra. Extra gravy. It's just gravy extra. on this. Yeah. At this point, you got your food. Because gravy just, makes it taste so yeah, good. Exactly. That's why I take the gravy in our Thanksgiving uh, uh, draft you take every the gravy year. Gravy without even knowing what you're and putting then, the gravy oh, on. That's though. okay. First, you, if no one else has the gravy, it's really he a, had a, a he had a roast. Move. He had a, a, a barbecue turkey. You guys took all the good with gravy. You understand strategy. If all the good turkeys are gone, why draft a turkey first? Get something else first that no one else can have. All right, speaking of turkeys, if the Eagles lose on Saturday, failure or disappointment? Okay, really? Can we not? What was that? Are we calling them turkeys? What are we taking shots for? The the, the Eagles lose on it's a failure, and here's why it's a failure. They Jalen Hurts had this team in the playoffs a year ago as a first-time starter. They went out and got A.J. Brown. This is a completely different team from front to back. They are one of the most talented teams in the National Football League. They got the number one seed. They're in a, a weaker conference in the AFC. And we all, from beginning to end, I don't think that they've dropped out of my power ranking past three. And so they've been at the top all year long. What's between them and, and, and the Chiefs? 
The Chiefs have been there, man. They've done it. They, they, they got they, money it's in the bank. boring okay. now. It's boring. Are they in a weaker conference than the AFC? I, I, might well, be, he I gets might, very caught up in the brands of the, of the might, quarterbacks and everything. You really say, have to evaluate the whole thing. Well, when you say weaker the, conference, put it this bottom, way. I might you're, say always, that, gee, more, you're always the one saying that it's not weaker. Exactly. No, hold on, man. Just listen. It's a weaker. The NFC is a weaker conference because of the quarterbacks that were in, in that conference and the beginning of the year. That conference was supposed to be, I mean, it was loaded, where you got the top three teams in the NFC still in it. The top three teams are still in it in the NFC. The, the, the top three teams are not still in it in the AFC because Lamar should have been still playing. Baltimore possibly could still be in it. When you look at that situation, we thought that the Titans, whatever that thing, that fell apart, they should have been in it instead of Jacksonville. So I just think when you look at the AFC, it's a little bit stronger than the NFC right now because of the three quarterbacks. Yeah, I, I look at the NFC and I think it's stronger because top to bottom, the complete teams of the, the Niners, the Cowboys, the Eagles, teams that have legit chances to win it all. I feel like those are the complete teams, more championship contenders. Because I, I still believe they're Cowboys. Cowboys, yeah. Anyway. The teams in the AFC are complete too. Kansas think, City's I defense think, is playing as good as always. I think I would lean. Defense isn't as complete as Dallas or the 49ers. It, the Niners might be the best team in football, but I think I would lean AFC because I could easily see the Bengals, the Bills, or Chiefs winning the Super Bowl. Easily see those three teams. Cowboys, I have to stretch a little more. Eagles, unless Hurts is 100%, I got to stretch a little more. And the Niners might do it, but then again, Brock Purdy ain't, ain't passing. And, 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 and my, another thing that you got to think of. In the AFC conference, there's three quarterbacks out of the four that have been there and done it in the playoffs. Okay? Been there and done it. Track record shows one went to the Super Bowl, another's an MVP went to the Super Bowl and won, and another should have gone to the Super Bowl against Kansas City if it wasn't for the overtime right. situation. Hold on, let, let, we, key, we got it, we gotta get through these. Yeah, so go. let's keep it let's keep it rolling. Go ahead. So 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 who are we talking about? It was actually on me. Eagles, I was trying to Eagles, answer go. yes. Go. I, I was I was going to go. Um, <laughs> yes, I would say it would be it would, it would be a failure. Like, look, agreed, failure if okay. the Eagles don't do it next. All right, great. Cincinnati Bengals, failure or disappointment? <laughs> failure or disappointment, Key. I think it would be a failure. I, I, I think they had the opportunity, perfect opportunity this year. Um, pretty, pretty. I know their offensive line is banged up, but it would be a failure because they was there a year ago. They put themselves in position to get right back there. And then if they go into Buffalo in their favorite and they drop it, it becomes a failure. Yeah, I would, I would say for a team that got there last year, it was a failure. And that's okay. Once again, Joe Burrow has a different standard. Certain individuals, I give them different standards of what they want to achieve. I would say disappointment because the Bills were favored preseason. So, like, someone's got to lose that game, and the Bengals got a little money in the bank because they made it to the Super Bowl last year. Next. That's not how Joe Burrow All right, quickly, Buffalo Bills, failure or disappointment? It would be a failure. It would certainly be a failure because the start of the season, they were the the darlings, and now they're somewhat America's team, at least for a short period of time, given the fact that everything that has gone on recently in the city of Buffalo, including DeMar Hamlin, and just everything like that, and Josh Allen, the MVP, uh, the guy was supposed to win the MVP, and they were there last year. And they were right there last year. Yeah, failure. It's easy for me with Josh Allen and the Bills. It's clearly a failure for everything everyone said. They're supposed to advance farther than this, at least in last year, it'd be a failure. 
All right, one word answer. San Francisco 49ers, failure or disappointment? Failure. It would be major disappointment. Major. If they lose this weekend in San Francisco, it's a major disappointment. Coming off coming off that victory against Tampa Bay, if they go out there and they get shellacked, very disappointed in them. What happened to one word? Failure. Don't be a smart I'm ass. I'm just saying he said one word. Dis- disappointment. They got a rookie Mr. Irrelevant Another quarterback. One. Another one. One word. One word. It's one either word. failure I, I don't or disappointment. I did fewer all. words than the rest of you. <laughs> the the uh. word you need to choose is either failure or disappointment. Cowboys. Failure well, when or I had a chance to get a minute or two, I took it. <laughs> failure or disappointment. Cowboys. Why y'all say something to me? Key. Failure or disappointment. Cowboys. I already answered that. Failure. I said disappointment. What are you talking about? That's a failure to answer failure. correctly. Failure. 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 Of course it's a failure. This segment, failure or disappointment? We're building. It's not, it's not failure or disappointment. <laughs> it's give your explanation. You said this segment, failure or disappointment? Or give your explanation. I'm very – I think it's a failure, the fact that you chimed in. Is Aaron Rodgers done in Green Bay? For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Allen, Wisconsin, guys, has an issue with Aaron Rodgers' MVP comments. What's up, Al? If you're going to choose to mention and now insert something, why does he have to be a doggone MVP, which is a personal gratification and individual type of an award, instead of you being more concerned with getting yourself a championship? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We are joined now by Dan Graziano, ESPN NFL Insider. What's going on, Graz? I can't. I don't Somebody hear Dan. Else, I don't hear, you guys you? hear Dan? I don't hear Dan. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, yeah, oh, now I got go. you. Yeah, you go. Testing, testing, one, two, Got to get closer to that mic, Dan. I don't think that was the issue. But, okay, here I am. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Dan, do your feet barely touch the ground on the, no, the chair? No, I, I, mean, I don't understand. I came in here to get abused. I don't no, understand. I'm just asking because it, it seems like they're slightly I'm just keeping my, my mouth close to the mic. So I didn't play in the NBA. I'm not very tall. <laughs> I was just asking. I'm well, a neither is Jay. He's not very Jay, tall, so it's not yeah, exactly. He plays no excuse. He touched the ground, Max. Yeah, I'm just saying. You. You're leaning. You're it's leaning not. Over. It's not an excuse. Height is no excuse. Chairs just look at Jay Will. Exactly. He's the second pick in the draft. Sit all the way back in your chair. I just try to make sure I know how to work the microphone. That's all. Jay, why are you attacking Dan? I don't understand. Like I don't understand. Like I was. I could go back. I was just eating my oatmeal. Like I could. I could go back. Like if you guys don't want me. Like it's it's okay, Dan. I'm just saying, like, you Dan, know, how surprised are you to hear Adam Shefty say that Keyshawn, the least likely? Yes, because otherwise this thing will, you know, Jay's very aggressive. Yeah, no, but how oh how surprised are you though to hear Adam Shefty 
say that the least likely option for Aaron Rodgers is to return back to Milwaukee or better yet to Green Bay? Um, a little surprised. I, I don't. I mean, look, Adam obviously, um, you know, is the best there is. Like, I'm not going to dispute anything he says. Uh, I, I'm a little surprised if that's the case because my understanding was that. You know, we don't know. Maybe Aaron doesn't know yet what he's going to do, and I, I think it's I think it's interesting. I, I I think we felt that way last year, right? And he ended up going back. So I don't think Adam's saying is a zero percent chance, but uh, I find I find it interesting. And and uh, when when Adam says something like that, I think I'm like a lot of people. I'd like to know more. Um, but yeah, he could he could retire. He could ask for a trade, and they could facilitate that. These things are all on the table, and I think Aaron's been uh, open about that. So, you know, Dan, when, when you hear about this yesterday, I hear Shefty say that she started doing all these exercises and putting yeah. Aaron Rodgers on different teams. Like, oh, there's rumors that he bought a plot of land, and he wants to build a house in Nashville. Like, what happens with Tennessee? Oh, the Jets are thinking about hiring Nathaniel Hackett as their OC. We knew about that, you know, familiarity that he had before he became the head coach of Denver. Where is the best landing spot for Aaron Rodgers if he does decide to leave? If he does decide to leave, right? Like yes. if we if we take Green Bay out of the mix, uh, who's ready to win now, right? Like is it Miami? Is it Miami? Yeah, I mean, that, but there's a lot of ifs down there, right? We have to. It would all depend on if if Tua is still dealing with uh, health issues, which is entirely possible. Obviously, we don't know where it's going to go uh, with his concussion issues. So. Um, you know, the Jets had a pretty good start to the season and look to have a pretty good roster. If they can get the offensive line healthy and together, then maybe that does make some sense. It would be weird, though, if he did what Favre did, right? Like, go from the Packers to the Jets. I, I just, it just feels strange. Uh, the Raiders need somebody, and, you know, they, they, have, they have Devontae Adams, right? <laughs> like, like, there's not that, – that those two guys know each other pretty well. So, yeah, there are some interesting spots out there that, that he could go to and probably feel like he's got a chance to win. I'm just not sure how many of those spots would make you feel like you have a better chance than you do in Green Bay. I, I, I just don't – I don't know. Well, to let me, me, let me the familiarity ends up winning out. Let me throw this one out there to you, and I don't know how we, we, he would even get there, Dan, or how we can make it work. But you said you don't know about those other spots. I think if he went to, if he went to the Jets, it's probably – a better likelihood and a chance to make a deep run, even though you're in there at a conference with all these young guns at quarterback. But here's one for you, Dan. Hear me out. What if San Francisco <laughs> doesn't make it to the Super Bowl and Brock Purdy all of a sudden isn't pretty anymore because it just doesn't go right, right? Now you have a chance to get Aaron Rodgers. Systems are basically the same. Yeah. You don't have to do that. It's within the conference, so it makes it a little tricky. Yep. But I'm going to give you Trey Lance back. Yep. You can have Trey. We'll figure out some other package compensation, future picks, whatever. We can deal with the money. Make Brock Purdy the number two. Aaron Rodgers is there for a couple years. He's close to home where he grew up at. Yeah. And they're and, and you know they wanted him anyway a year ago they or did. two years ago right before they drafted Lance that we, yeah. we remember Kyle Shanahan reached out to see because he had heard something about Aaron being unhappy in Green Bay and at the time the Packers answer was no we're not going to trade him they could they could give them the same answer right like if you're the Packers and he wants to be traded you're not going to be super eager to trade him in the NFC right you're not going to be super eager to trade him to a team that you hope to play against in the playoffs. Uh, as they often do against the 49ers. So a lot of it comes down to the Packers' psychology. If he wants out and they decide to trade him, what are they going to do? And how do they see themselves? Do they view themselves as a team that could plug Jordan Love in 
and contend with the pieces they have? Or would they see themselves in a rebuild? And if it's the latter, then maybe it is more likely that you send them to a conference rival or a conference foe because you're not honestly anticipating being a playoff team right away. But that, you know, Key, that just doesn't sound like the Packers to me. I always yeah. thought the Trey Lance, part of the draft capital they put there was almost like, because they had Garoppolo and they had time to develop him, putting a little money in the bank, stashing a pick almost, because Rodgers, at the time, a lot of people thought he did want out, and San Francisco would be a natural, as Key says, landing spot. Yeah. And so now you still sort of have those draft picks to deal if they like Trey Lance. Real quick, Dan. Dak plays the way he just played. Oh, yeah. The Cowboys win the Super Bowl? Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely possible. I mean, the, they, if he plays the way he played the other night um, against San Francisco, they have a, absolutely have a chance to do that. Then you have a, an NFC East game to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I think I think it's entirely possible. You did yes. that so quick. I've real quick. <laughs> Another the latest real quick. with Jalen Hurts' shoulder. My understanding is it hurts. Like like that that they are going to have to sort of game plan around his discomfort and some potential limitations going forward. He's going to play and, you know, full participant in practice, all great. I, I, I think it's better than it was two weeks ago, but I do not believe that they're going to have a full-strength Jalen Hurts the way they did the first 12, 13 weeks of the season. That, that's, that's my information. We'll, we'll see if... Um, it's like an Adam Costello skit. Tell me about Hurts' shoulder. It hurts. It hurts. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm asking you about right. Hurts'... All right. Are Max we... trying to figure out how to get the Giants in the Super Bowl. Oh, no, you should see the sparkle in his eye when Dan was answering the question. But I heard his voice change when Dan said, yeah, absolutely, the Cowboys yeah. can go to the Super Bowl. He was like a kid that dropped his sucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm yeah, happy. That's really I want the right? Cowboys With the three NFC the teams Niners. in, there's all kinds of emotions flying around, right? Like, there's just, just too much. I want the Cowboys to beat the Niners. I think the Giants could beat the Cowboys. You don't and, think and they could beat Hertz's, the Niners? No. And with Hurts' mm. shoulder, you know. All right. Uh, that is the great Dan Graziano. He will appear later on a terrific hit show. Go. This just in, 2 p.m. Eastern. You're on ESPN. Hopefully, I'll, hopefully I'll fit in the chairs on that show. Are Jeez, we... I, we have, we have the right-sized chairs on that show. You know, Are we completely guys, sold on the Cowboys as real Super Bowl contenders is the question. Keyshawn J. Willemax. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C, ebikes.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance and joined now by ESPN NFL analyst extraordinaire, 
two-time Super Bowl champion. And one of the stars of this just in, 2 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Damian Woody, ladies and gentlemen. What's up, D-Wood? What's going on? Good morning. Good morning. Key, what's the deal? Man, I'm I'm Damon. I'm just I'm, I'm just blessed to be here, man. You know, I hear you. working with you brothers and having fun and enjoying the mornings and can't wait to get to work and talk a little talk and wait for Jay to tell me how the Twitters are acting. So you know, <laughs> Pete's working for a living. Well, I ain't gonna say that. Hey, it does. It beats well, working for I a living. Work. Come on, man. What about you? Nah, nah, nah. This is this is work. Come on. Let's be let's just be realistic about it. Hey, Damian. What did you think when you hear Adam Schefter say of the three possible scenarios, retire, go to another team, or stay in Green Bay, staying in Green Bay is the least likely he sees for Aaron Rodgers. Does anything surprise you when it comes to Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> like nothing surprised me with that, with that dude. I think that's why we're, we're so enamored with him because, uh, you know, you just never know what's going what's gonna to come about with, with Aaron Rodgers. But, listen, obviously this, is, uh, this past season has been a seat, you know, he took a step back this year. There's no question about it. I still think that MVP caliber play is still inside of him, whether it be in Green Bay or another place remains to be seen. But, I mean, he might have taken a page out of Tom Brady. was like, wait a minute. Maybe I need to take my services elsewhere to go, go out here and let me challenge myself to win a chip outside of Green Bay. That might be the that or might at least be the an MVP. Yeah, I know. He, oh, yeah, he well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> to win an MVP outside of right, exactly. exactly. Tom Brady's like, can I win a Super Bowl outside? And he's like, I can win an MVP. Yeah, right. Yeah, Jay thinks that's a low blow. I just, <laughs> I don't think it's a low. I'm just saying, like it, it's just you know, the, we've been talking fun. like last year because that clip, that soundbite about MVP, and all of a sudden, like that's that's all he cares about. Like even though he did say in an interview. Like, he won't, like, there's no point in playing unless I have a chance to win a Super Bowl. I think it's more about what Green Bay is trying to do. Are they trying to rebuild or are they trying to reload? Well, I don't look at, I don't look at Green Bay as like a, like a rebuild. Like, like the, the defense, like the second half of the year, you saw the defense kind of start coming along to what we thought they were going to be at the beginning of the year. Obviously, the, the, the two rookie wide receivers took some time. And, and the one thing I will say about the season – Aaron Rodgers never really played an extensive amount of time with those guys. We saw glimpses of it, glimpses of it, but we never saw it, you know, for a long period of time out there on the field. And then obviously you talk about Aaron Rodgers and his thumb, you know, with the broken thumb. That all played a factor. But listen, man, it's going the offseason is going to be crazy. You know, anytime we talk to Aaron Rodgers, he's unpredictable. So we're going to be on Aaron Aaron Rodgers watch this offseason. Woody, who's the best quarterback left in the NFC? In the NFC, Dak. Okay, with Dak. that being said, with that being said, can Dak take this team to the Super Bowl? Can they go to San Francisco on Sunday and find themselves either hosting the Giants or going to Philadelphia? Dallas can beat San Francisco. It's not going to be that. That's not going to be an easy trip. I mean, we talked about the fact of. You know, uh, less rest. Even though I'm like, you know, it's the, it's the playoffs. Forget about all that. But it is a disadvantage to them. Less rest. You're going down playing <clears throat> the monsters out there in the bay because they are like their brand of football goes anywhere. It like I don't care, hot, cold, whatever. Road they're the home. Most, they're the most physical team of any team in the postseason right now. And I think the like for me, in order for Dallas to to go into San Francisco and beat them, 
I think they got to make Brock Purdy beat them. Like, every start that Brock Purdy has made, they've rushed for at least 150 yards. Absolutely. And that, that's job, number one, too, stop, job number one, stop the 49ers run game. Going to be yep. easier said than done. But put the pressure on him. I, that's the first. I haven't seen really the pressure on Brock Purdy yet. If they can somehow shut down that, that San Francisco running game, then let's see. Let, we'll let's find say, out. Even if well, you lose, we should find out can, about the guy. If right. they could do two things, though, Woody, right? Slow down the running game, but get up. Right. Get up on them. Put them in that position, sort of like they did with Tampa. Yeah. Where Tampa Bay's offensive line is weak. You played on the offensive line, so you know where San Francisco's is, is the strength of their team. Right. But if you got a quarterback that has to drop back now all of a sudden because you up, you're up uh, a 20, 21, 20 to 3 or something like that, and now all of a sudden you got to start dropping back, you playing right into the hands of the Cowboys' defensive front. That's true. That's true. Always, you know, the, the one thing that defensive coaches always talk about, you got to earn the right to rush the passer. But, you know, but the way you got to do that is you got to stop the run. Then get you it, can pin your ears back, and you, now here it comes. Then you pin your, ear back, pin your ears back and get after them. Yeah, and they, and they got to do it in Micah Parsons, who can certainly do yeah, that. They do, absolutely. So what do you think about, or how concerned are you, about Jalen Hurts' shoulder? Because as a Giants fan, I'm thinking, man, if his shoulder really isn't good, Giants got a shot. If his shoulder is good, that's a, they might be the best team in football. But if it's not, what, what, how concerned are you about it? I, like, I'm still in wait and see mode right now. Like, you know, even with the bye, it's not going to be – no one's 100% at this time of year. Ooh. And especially you're talking about Jalen Hurts throwing shoulder and, the, and the, way, the way their offense is designed and how they call it, like – those quarterback design runs are a big part of their offense. And anytime you run the ball, you're taking hits. You got 300, you know, pound linemen falling on your shoulder. So I want to see right out of the gate, are they going to call it early? If they don't call it early, that might be a clue as to wh- how they feel about Jalen Hurst's shoulder. What do you think the Giants need to do? You know, like, what kind of strategy do they need to execute? Uh, listen, I, I think – the number one thing they got to do is offensively, they got to stay in, in manageable situations. I think you getting like third and long, you asking for it against Philadelphia. Number one, they got you know they had seventy sacks, led the league with seventy sacks. This so year. Say, here, Saquon, here, go, yeah, like they got between Saquon and Daniel Jones, they got to manufacture a run game that keeps them in a manageable down and distance. Because the Philadelphia Eagles on defense, they get after the quarterback, and they have arguably the best secondary in the National Football League. In other words, don't give them the right to rush the passion. Yeah, passer, as you said earlier. How would you do it? Hey, Dame, real quick, how, yep. would you view, how would you view this year for the Giants if they go to Philadelphia and get run out Daniel the building? Stats. I, I, it's still a success in my mind. Who, who had the Giants – who had the Giants at this point, you know, making it this far? No one. No honest person, no honest Giants fan could tell you right now that they predicted that the Giants would be in a divisional round. In Don't the ask season. Max then. Well, no, Max would tell you, like, no, 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 is, honest, no honest Giants <laughs> fan would tell you that they saw this type of season. They weren't supposed the to make the playoffs, let alone win a playoff game. Right, right. So, like, this is – I mean, I, I think Brian Dable is the coach of the year, in my opinion. And, like, everything, anything moving forward is just gravy on top. 
big yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, I think he – I guess he could be coach of the year. Yeah, he is coach. Yeah. I mean, like, there's a lot of Him or Dan Campbell. Him or Dan Campbell. Maybe Doug Peterson. Yeah, they got great arguments, but I think Dayball's got a better one. I, I really do. Has Steph Curry – thank you, Damian Woody. Yes, sir. As always, I'll see you later. Has Steph Curry been the most valuable player of the last decade? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com Keyshawn, j will and max the podcast Keyshawn, j will and max were presented by progressive insurance here's a provocative subject has steph curry been the most valuable player in the nba over the past decade. Jeff Van Gundy, ESPN NBA, NBA analyst on the Low Post pod, said the following. You know, everybody talks about his pregame routine and it's in his shooting and it's all this, right? But I think people undersell, like, his finishing, his rebounding as a guard. Like, I, I just think they overlook some things about him that – belie his the smile on his face like this is a tough competitor who is one of the best players you could ever hope to see and you can make the case to me year in and year out you can make a strong case he's he's been the most valuable player in the league over the past decade what do you think jay you guys remember what pick stephen curry was in the draft you remember i think he was 13 11 Seventh. 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 That's exactly my point. It's exactly my point, Key. Like, with LeBron James, you saw it coming out of high school, the chosen one, right? And granted, I think LeBron has surpassed that. But the reason why I agree with with Stan Van Gundy here is because Steph Steph has innovated the game of basketball more so than anybody, maybe other than LeBron James, other than Michael Jordan, frankly. Like, it's the way kids play this game. It's, we saw that number the other day with the San Antonio Spurs. 68,000 people came to watch this guy play. Right? It, it set a singular attendance league record in NBA history, and that's because Steph. So think about this team was once in Oakland. Now they're downtown San Francisco, the Chase Arena. Like The value of the team has gone up drastically because they have the most innovative player in the game of basketball on their team. So – Offensively, he's changed the geometry of the game. Notoriety, he brings it. It's an international-type exposure and brand. And every kid wants to be Steph Curry. But what, can we stick to the definition of valuable? Let's Because those things may be true, but when you say most valuable, I don't think we're talking about 
monetary value to a franchise. It seems to me we're right. talking about on court, right? So yes, you know, a lot court. of the things you mentioned don't have to do with a comparison to someone else's on court value. Well, Van Gundy said it. He laid it all out, and what happens is so much gets caught and lost because of the shot. Everybody focuses in. Oh my God! You see, oh he pulled from he pulled from half court. Not paying attention to the rebounds, not paying attention to the little bit of defense that he does try to play, not paying attention to the rebounds or the assists. The only t- only thing that people pay attention to, oh God, did Steph get another three tonight? And so it gets lost in the beauty of the three point shot that he's brought to the NBA. When his game is, and Jay would know this more than me because he played in the NBA. His game is all around. Yeah, Key, you know it. You watch. He's, also he's all around. He's also but I, I, I refer to you. Good, I refer to you. Know I refer to like you. We, we talk no, about I know basketball, but I refer to you I because hate. you played the position. Yeah. And you know what to look for in an NBA player is so, what I'm saying. So just to add to what Key said, I've never seen a player in the game of basketball have more gravitational force around him than Stephen Curry. Right. So when the ball's not in his hands. You have to constantly be aware of where he is on the court all day long, and that creates so many spacing opportunities for other players to do their thing. And, by the way, a lot of it has been the way they play basketball, right? Like we, Bob Myers was on SVP last night and was talking about they were the first to have Draymond Green at the five position because of the skill set he brought to the table for their team at 6'6". You surround that, pick and roll, spreading the court, shooting with Steph as the largest gravitational force in the game of basketball, it creates opportunities for let me, everybody. Let me and that's just arc- like in football – yeah, good. No, I was gonna say it's just like in football when you have an alpha dog at receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it dictates everybody. so much of what you want to do on offense and what the defense is gonna do. Because when you detach that person from the line of scrimmage and you go three by one or two by two, and he's over there, now everybody else goes over there. It opens so much up course, yeah. for other guys to do their deal. So this is the argument. If I was making the Steph argument, right? This is the argument I would make. Number one, the obvious competition is LeBron James and Kevin Durant, right? LeBron is the, ob- is the most obvious choice. However, he has missed a lot of time in the last several years, thereby diminishing his value. That's one. Who, Two, LeBron? LeBron has. Steph's missed some time, but too, not some injuries. recently. Yes, yeah, oh, he last missed year. That one, he missed the one season. He missed season, last year. They brought him back other, off the bench. But otherwise has been – LeBron's missed part, like good chunks of the last, what, well, no, Steph's missed, Steph, Steph's missed time over the last three teams. years. I yeah, the last couple of times. Yeah, right. he's been well, here. Then forget about that argument. So that, okay. yeah. All right. that, 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 was really, that was really anti-LeBron yeah. more than pro-Steph. Nick's that. Yeah, Nick's here, 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 so here, here's yeah, that's what, where I was remember, remember he broke his hand and ended up in the play-in? Well, early on he had a lot of injury issues in his career, and then he's righted the ship. But you're right. Then recently yes. he was injured again. Okay. This is where <laughs> I would go next. Steph Curry's comparison to LeBron, he's going to lose that. Unless you take a step back and say, what effect does it have on the culture of a team to have a guy who's going to stay where he is and be the kind of guy everyone wants to play with? So it's not only that he's elevating the play of those around him by creating space, by the fact the ball doesn't stick with him, by by everything he does well, but also by the fact that his real gravitational force is making that a stable championship contender and oftentimes champion – and, and and being the kind of place that people don't want to run from, they want to go to, right? That, to me, is a legitimate argument for Steph over LeBron. Because if you just go head-to-head, come on, LeBron was so great in the postseason, especially. 
for so long now that KD had to join forces with Steph to get past this dude. Max, LeBron James has been in the league, what, eight years longer than, than Steph? Yeah. I mean, he's going – look, when it's all said and done, you say, well, he's going to lose that argument. Do you really know that? When it's all said and done for no, no, Steph? I'm saying, he's I'm saying all said that over the last ten years, we, ex- we lived through it. Steph was no match for LeBron. He needed a lot to get past LeBron, right? But what I'm saying is that reduces it almost you say, to one-on-one. You on say one. he needed a lot to get past LeBron. Yeah. Didn't he, didn't he beat LeBron in his first try in when, the championship? Yes, because he had much more. Kyrie and Kevin Love basically didn't play. They both got hurt. So it was just LeBron against Steph and company. It went six games. And then the next year, LeBron Is that Steph's fault, though? Then, uh, we're, we're not talking about whose fault it is. We're comparing the two players. If you go... If you go head-to-head, he's going to lose it. If you take a step back and talk about his gravitational force, not just as a player on the court, but as a member of a franchise, to me, now he has an argument. Jay, do you want the, do you, do you want the Warriors job? Because they're struggling, right? <laughs> man, leave me alone. You want, you want, a, you want that job? No, I'm, I'll pass. Steve Kerr has it. He's done a hell of a job with it. Well, why you didn't say it? Never mind. <laughs> well, Jay likes to target. I don't like to target anything. I don't like no, to target anything. Well, why you didn't say that? Like I didn't do anything. I love Stan Van Gundy. This is according to Stan Van Gundy. I disagree with Stan Van Gundy. That's right. That's fine. I can be but, objective. Absolutely. However, according to Stan, uh, it apparently Jay targeted. Well, that was a trash uh, statement. He had no idea what the hell he was talking about. Oh. Ooh. What? This was this was a great statement by him. The other one was trash. It's okay. I can disagree. You can, you can and discern agree with between the. Not yes. everyone said. Hey Jay, I didn't mean. Hey Jay, I just I I didn't even mean to bring that to bring out in you. Take the hood and put it back in you, yeah. man. Take the hood and put it back in you. <laughs> Come on now. Come on. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from six to ten Eastern on ESPN Radio.